welcome to episode four of Take Action Podcast with Marty and Yura. We got some exciting news for you guys. We finally made it to Apple Podcasts after being reviewed for a week, like we have explicit content, but it's not. Uh, for Apple lovers, check us out on Apple Podcasts. If you prefer Android, we're on the Google Podcasts. We're also on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, TuneIn, and the Podchasers. So any service you guys prefer, we're basically there. I wanted to say thank you for all who listened to our previous episodes. We're almost up to 40 downloads on every episode, which is probably about 35 more downloads than <laughs> I expected. Our fan base is growing. We even went international. We got one listener from UK. Hopefully he finished the whole podcast and got motivated. But yes, very exciting news for us guys. And Mindsy, how are you? I'm great, man. Just got done, uh, did a little workout this morning, then went and worked on a flip house that I had, had to return a whole bunch of things to some stores. So I'm ready to roll, my man. Nice, nice. Well, we have another interesting guest today. Last, uh, last week we had Billy Sims, and Billy was talking about systems and goals, system versus goals, and whoever worked for him, and overall happiness for him. So we have another interesting guest today. Today in our studio, we have Brian Gajeski. Hopefully, I didn't murder your last name. You murdered it a little bit. It's yeah. it's Brian Gajeski. How about I intro this one? Okay, yes. <laughs> so we have we have Brian Gajeski on here. Brian has been uh, extremely influential uh, for me. Not necessarily just him personally. I mean, he's been great, and I think we've grown to be you know good friends now over the last fifteen months. But uh, the family that he's built. Uh, you've heard us talk about body fitness the last couple of weeks with Bill and, and then the first episode where I really got my kickstart and really it, it almost led to where we're at today with this podcast. But Brian, I want to introduce you and you know people have heard about you. So uh, welcome, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah. Fired up to be here. This is, uh, this is a pretty cool studio. I was, I was impressed and uh, I'm honored to be uh one of the one of the first guests man. yeah thanks man well thanks again and uh yeah we just kind of whipped this studio together in my office so it's just a cool office we had a good platform to work off of uh it's above for all those who have never been to my house uh it's above the garage um and it's a huge room it's like 16 by 32 and it has everything a man needs in it except for a bathroom yeah that's um awesome man cave over here you can hide from your wife or shoot podcasts or <laughs> Do some work occasionally as well. Mostly the doghouse. That's pretty much what it is. I just had to make it comfortable. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining us, Brian. Brian had a little man cold, so we really appreciate you coming in here between <laughs> being a little bit sick and your busy schedule. I'm a baby when I'm sick. Uh, and most, hey, most men can just own up to that. Oh, you know, we are like, the like, worst. All right, we, we don't, we're not, like when I'm sick... I need all the loving. <laughs> like, like, I'm such a baby, but I, I appreciate um, you guys still having me on. Well, thanks for toughing it out, man. We'll uh, we'll get through this one. It's, <laughs> it, it is. It's so funny because I'm such a wuss when it comes to when it comes to colds, and I think all the guys listening can agree, and all the women will agree as well. They like I don't know one guy that that can just like tough through a cold without complaining about it or whining yeah. about it and no we have we have one of our trainers you know her uh trainer carrie she's literally like i mean she's like 
superman superwoman right of a, of a mother she'll have like the flu sinus infection strep throat and she'll be like oh i'm fine yeah and I'll, I'll i'll literally have a cold and be like i think i'm dying <laughs> <laughs> maybe we've never given birth that's why like <laughs> so all right so let's get into it a little bit here so brian you know like i said last 15 months i've been at body but body's been around for a while and uh everybody who goes there anybody who's been to body for a period of time knows that it's more than just it's more than just the gym it's a culture it's a family so let's talk about you how did you get to that point of you know, your beginning, let's start like college or maybe even before that, where you developed that passion to, to create a place like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never really been obsessed with working out. I mean, who really loves burpees? Who loves pushups? I mean, I mean. yeah, most people don't enjoy them. I, I'm not obsessed with working out. I honestly have a passion for helping people and fitness has been my vehicle to do so. Some people are doctors, some people are nurses, teachers, I use fitness as a vehicle, so uh, I'm super passionate about helping people. I, I discovered that in college, played college football at a small D3 school, and just better when my teammate had success than when I personally had success, knowing that, hey, I was I was there helping him throughout his summer conditioning, strength training, um, et cetera, or, hey, we watched film together. and it, I just found out, hey, it was more rewarding when I – help someone you know get to to a certain goal um or or had a certain play etc so just kind of fell in love with helping people while i was at school and then people just gravitated towards me in the in the weight room uh just because of my daily habits um etc so i remember being in at school and um my friend's moms would text me and email me for like spring break workouts <laughs> so i was like at school writing them workouts to do in their living room or at the local gym that they're at um your friend's moms huh? yeah yeah friend's moms you know like my sister-in-law or soon-to-be sister-in-law it, it was interesting like people gravitated towards me although i was a marketing student so i found out very shortly like hey i don't want to sit in an office you know, I, that's not me. So, and I didn't want to switch majors. So I, when my friends would go in to turn in their like exercise science books, I would buy them from them. Okay. So like, that's what I was studying throughout, um, throughout my college career. And I wouldn't change that for a minute. Um, and then I've just really surrounded myself with successful people. One of my best friends is, uh, owns a, a physical therapist. Um, he's basically a physical therapist in San Diego, owns a business there. And then I have another best friend from college who trains pro athletes out in LA. You know, like I learn more in one conversation over coffee with them than people do in four years of, of studying in school and college. So, you know, like if you're, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right. Or... You're on you're the podcast with me, one of the two. So do you, where do you think that's rooted from? Do you think that, you know, like that personality trait that you have of wanting other people to succeed, do you think that comes from like, I know your dad's like a, you know, like a legendary youth coach in Green yeah. Bay. 
Um, where do you think that passion comes from? Or is it just how you were? Yeah. Because, I, I mean, your whole family's cool. I mean, your brother's yeah. great. I mean, you're great. So, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think some of it stems from, you know, my family, obviously, uh, you know, they've taught me the importance of, of family and uh, looking out for each other, etc. My grandpa, um, literally, he wasn't the owner of Eileen's Candies, but he <clears throat> grew that thing to sure. what it is. Um, so I, he's just been so inspiring in my life. My grandfather, my father, my brother. So obviously that that's you know that's instilled in me. But just coaches along the way. Yeah. You know, like I had a high school coach, Chris Wittick. He, the way he treated me with, you know, compassion and patience and he saw something in me that, you know, before I ever saw it in myself. Mm-hmm. So I, I think just interacting with the, those type of people throughout yeah. your life. It's, it's funny. You can go back and connect the dots, right? Right. You're like, yeah. but yeah, I don't, I don't really know. I've always been more of a sensitive kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think maybe that's where it comes from too. I just really enjoy helping people. Cool, man. So let's talk, let's get into, all right, so you got done with college. You know, obviously you have this passion, you have this ingrained quality about you. How did body come to be? Yeah, for sure. Um, I was personal training at a, a facility and and it, it was so expensive for someone to come work with us. I mean, it was literally like 240 a month for like two half hour sessions a week. It's crazy. And I'm driving to these sessions just like, hey, how can I truly help someone in 30 minutes? Right. Twice a week. And they're paying like half of a mortgage. Right. And I, and I'm like fresh out of school. I'm like 240 bucks a week. I mean, yeah. that's that's 1200 bucks a month almost. That's yeah. crazy. Or 240 a month. Oh, 240. But still Even it's so, like it's still that's lot. half of a mortgage, yeah. right? To see a trainer two half hour sessions a week. So um, but people were doing it and, and they, I think they, I didn't really believe in myself at that time yet. I was still fresh in the career that, um, that a lot of my friends were like, Hey, what are you doing? You're a marketing guy. Right. 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 Um, so, you know, you had all the naysayers, et cetera. But, um, what happened, I think people just could, when they would work out with me and, and we'd spend time together, they could sense like my compassion that I truly want to help them that. They're the only person in the room at the time, so my schedule got insane, and I'm like, man, I'm I'm helping someone, you know, every 30 minutes, and it just got to a point where I could only help so many people in a in a day. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, let's let's do the same thing in a group atmosphere, you know, it'll, it'll be you know more cost effective, um, and now, hey, the, you know, you can only get so much from me. Right. right, I have my own issues. Right, <laughs> that's fair. Right, that's fair statement. Right, I have my own issues, and you know, there's some things that I can help people with. But like now, you surround yourself with someone on your right, your left. You're in a group atmosphere. You're gonna gain something from everyone in that group, right? So like now, it's now there's a union of people, right, that are are looking out for you. And if you can keep that culture alive, I mean, you can really connect people. You can, I mean, it. We can maybe get into some of the testimonials, but that's kind of how it started. We, it was me and another guy. We started in Pampern Park. We didn't have insurance. <laughs> we were charging like ten bucks a class, and literally would load up our truck with equipment, and we just started running these what we called for marketing term boot camp classes. But 
I don't even know if it was legal to do what we were doing. Like we I mean, didn't probably didn't have village. a special permit. No, yeah, we didn't. Hopefully, this doesn't come back. But we didn't talk to the village. We didn't have a special permit. Like well, it was, it was past it, seven years, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And no one get hurt. So. Yeah. <laughs> I should have talked to Billy before. I, Billy Sims. Before well, I we'll uh, we'll loop this. back. He's got the recording. We'll yeah. run this past him before we before we put it. Out. Yeah. So you know, it was totally probably illegal what we did, but sometimes you just have to take a risk when you believe in something um, and jump all in. So well, that's how it kind of started. Yeah, you know, and one of the things that you guys might not know about Brian is like he taught. I mean, the theme of today, if you can't tell, is going to be passion. I mean, there's a lot of things about Brian where he's extremely passionate about, but this one area. And I think if you're going to take action on something in your life, it shouldn't be about money. I mean, money is going to come if you're passionate about something, you're willing to work for it. As I mentioned, you know, last week or the week before, sometimes you got to eat shit for a while until you build that business up and you get things going. Brian, tell them what you were doing, you know, while you were building. Where were you sleeping? What uh, oh, what man. was going on there? Yeah, I remember. Well, fast forward, you know, we started in a small strip mall with Body, uh, joined up with my, my brother, and we, we started there. And eventually, we were able to buy some land, put a building up, right. etc. And that, you know, that's due to so many things. We just have s- such great people and staff there. It's such a team, but we could talk about that later. But yeah. I remember, you know, we're building body and people are like, oh, it must be nice. Yeah, it must be nice, right? I'm like literally living in a studio, downtown studio apartment. I can see my fridge from my bed. And one night I like Googled what crack smelled like because I could, I had this funny like smell from my neighbor. Um, But yeah, it it was, it's what you had to do. So I, I sold like everything I had and downshifted to like a studio. Uh, I sold my bed, uh, me and my ex-fiance, I'm just gonna be real in here, my ex-fiance were sleeping on a air mattress <laughs> and it would deflate during the night. <laughs> oh. So like you just do what you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. To to get there, but yeah. It, it was funny when, yeah, literally we're building body and I'm living in a studio apartment uh, next to some you know, questionable people. They're great people. I found the good in them, but you know, yeah. they're enjoying some recreational things, <laughs> which some sometimes we all like to do. But <laughs> I don't know about uh, crack. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yes, it was interesting. Well, yeah, you know I, what they say, I don't like drugs, but drugs like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty amazing story, Brian. And you didn't give up. It's obviously not easy to open your business, but you guys kept trying. You sold your bed, you slept in the air mattress. I think all of us slept in the air mattress at the point in their life. But yes, yeah. I agree with you. The worst thing is when you wake up in the middle of the night and half of your body hanging out, there is no air. Yeah, we've all been there. And, we've all been there. And this is, what, this is why we have you on the show tonight. It's all about taking action and not giving up. Yeah, for sure. And so, all right, so we got to that point. Now we got this awesome business. How many how many members do we? I call it we now because I'm yeah. Part of the oh, family, you should right? be. Yeah, so, you said something before. You're like he. I'm like no, it's we. Yeah, man. yeah, and, that, is, and it is. It's a we thing. Like you and Tim have built the culture. You guys have created, but then all of the people you've brought in. Your, I mean, our trainers are are so incredible. Yeah. You know, we have Michelle today. You know, train us this morning, and she's really good. She's new. She's a new trainer, but she's amazing. And you know, and we mentioned Carrie and Jen, and yeah. of course Brad. 
uh, he's like the he's like the lifeblood and the energy of the of, yeah. the, of the whole thing. And you know, I, there's so many other ones, but I mean, it's um, yeah. So like, all right, so let's get into that. How do we create that culture? How did yeah. that how did that build from just like a gym to a family? Yeah, it, it really started with like the core members who were there from the start from the park. You know, you got like 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 Kurt and Chris. Um, you have like Veronica, all these people who have been there since day one. They, it, it's like the way they treat people mm-hmm. has really, and people like, is they've connected with so many people. Like, it, it's crazy. I don't know how to put it into words to describe how they built body. Like, it, like everyone will come to me and be like, Brian or Tim, you guys did this, but it was like, if you met the core people who were there from day one, that's what this company is spread from. And it's funny how they attracted certain people. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's such a family. Um, there's no egos. It's funny. Like, everyone wants you to do well. Everyone wants to, to you know, everyone wants you to be successful, etc. But like, it's I'm genuine. the business of connecting people too. Yeah. It's genuine, so, though. Yeah, like, that's the crazy thing. Is like, like we're talking about this, and obviously we're building it up for you people in UK or anywhere else in the world that's listening. You, you don't know, you can't experience body unless you move to Green Bay and yeah, and, and go work out there. So it's it's funny. We've had a lot of people move, and they're like, you know, one girl moved back to LA, and she's like, we need this here. We just need a positive environment where no one's judged, where everyone, you know, everyone finds a good in you. They don't care what your political views are. They don't care what you did last night. You know, like it, it's really it's, it's such a family. And it's kind of like what Planet Fitness advertises, but with a family and actual yeah. workouts. <laughs> yeah, we've never. You know, there's so many companies across the U.S., especially gyms that like they try to like push their members to be a certain person. Right. But, like, it just naturally happens. Yeah, everybody's themselves. So, like, everyone's, like, slapping high fives, cheering each other on. It naturally happens. Not once will I be like, you know, like, hey, make sure you're cheering your partner on. Right. No, it just naturally happens. It's a positive environment. I I really believe, obviously, it stemmed from a great group of people, of members in the start. But uh, my grandpa told me this years ago. He's like, hey, hire people that could steal your job. That's great advice. Surround yourself, you know, surround yourself with people who could literally steal your job because they are going to make you better. Mm-hmm. In every trainer we brought in, they all have such unique qualities. It is unbelievable. And, you know, each person, I just tell them, hey, don't try to be me. Don't try to be trainer, this trainer, that trainer. Just be yourself and own it because we brought you in for your personality and how you treat people and, and that's really what's brought body to the next level and that's what's helped keep the culture that we initially started and uh yeah that it's pretty cool to uh to to just think of i'll put our trainers up trainers up against anyone in the u.s i when i travel i go to gyms and i'm just like i walk out of the place just like so happy with how our trainers treat people and, and you know, just the way they go about their yeah. business. So. And you, you talk about that. It's like I, my first workout, I remember, and he still works out with us two, three days a week. 
Um, but he was so inviting as Eric Kaler, you know. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Apple Tree Archery. You need your bow tune, go oh, to yeah. Apple Tree Archery. Um, but he's he's amazing. And uh, anyway, I remember that first day I went in there. I knew a couple of people, but I hadn't seen them in a few years. And, and uh, you know, Eric just took me under his wing. You know, it's kind of hard. He's got to get on a step stool to do that. But uh, <laughs> but he, no, he was great. And he's still there every day. And, you know, I consider him a, you know, a good workout buddy of mine now. And, you know, somebody that, you know, mm-hmm. we have, you know, we have our boys a body at 7 a.m. Yeah. when we're done. We sit around and foam roll or just sit on the Man. foam rollers and have our protein shakes. But just that culture. And, you know, yeah. some of my really good friends now over the last 15 months, you, Brad, I knew Brad for a long time, but uh, Billy, Benny, Aaron, Ryan, all these guys have all, you know, I feel like they're all good friends of mine now. And, you know, I look forward to seeing them every day. And that's, that's that family that's been yeah. built. And we all make each other better. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the beauty in, in this group. You know, this the way the fitness industry has gone, where you're seeing more of these fitness communities, is that mm-hmm. you're going you're gonna to have people making each other better than just the trainer. Yeah. You know, like there's so many trainers out there that are like, hey, look at me type guys. I know everything. You should look what, and eat how I do. Well, I think I've had a little bit of success helping people because I am real. Like I love ice cream. I love beer. And I can relate with people. And, you know, it's not that, hey, I'm like, hey, look at me. I Like I said, I have my own issues. Right. And you have your own issues. But... We can help each other. So we're, we're arm in arm versus, hey, this is me. This is how it should be done. Because no, you, some people, yeah, a lot of the members help me in relationships, et cetera. Like oh, you got eating. Those, those even, are your issues. You know, like, yeah, right? Like I got a lot of issues. But they, you know, they help me. I hopefully help them. And, you know, it's it's unique. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so unique. And what you, what you and Tim have built and, and the rest of our community is – is awesome and it's so inviting and you know it's anybody can join you show up the first day you know we're pushing each other to get better and and not in a way like i think one thing to say about pushing each other to get better i think a lot of it is by example like we're not sitting there being like yo dude you need to do like 10 more push-ups you know that's not we're not broing like people like that it's you know they'll see me and you know i'm some days I'm throwing on a weight vest, not for me, you know, the like to just challenge myself and hopefully I get somebody to do the extra 1% sometimes, you know, something like that. Yeah. It's just a community about, you know, people having your back, you know, that's a strong, you know, in this world just mm-hmm. to have, you know, no people have your back. I mean, that's huge. Yeah. So. And this is just great, Brian, because um, basically anybody can acquire a business and run into the ground if you don't know what you're doing, but you have chemistry, you have passion for helping people, so this is just wonderful. And I also heard about the other program that you do to help people. Even two years ago on the news and action to news here in TV, I heard something about grit if I call it correctly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Brian, you know, obviously I'm passionate about it. You've brought me into that as well. Let's talk about grit because I think this is, is, as much as we've talked about the body family, I think grit embodies what the body family is about and the give back that goes on. Aside from us improving our health and our community and our personal, let's talk about grit a little bit because I love this program. We had a, you know, yeah. had, our, had our session yesterday. And yeah. It's and, awesome. This is really the reason I'm here. I'm a baby when I'm sick. I told you that before. But uh, Monty really has 
helped me out a ton with the grip program. Um, so I'm just so thankful for you, man. Yeah, hey, I appreciate man. it. You, you've really uh, had some, you've, you've grown some relationships with the kids and it's super cool to see. Yeah. Um, and, and what the grip program is, it, it's basically, and it wasn't my idea. This is why it's so cool that everything is stemmed from our members. Um, a teacher, Sarah Morgan from Pulaski, uh, in the outs. She's amazing. She's awesome. Um, teacher out there. I say adaptive kids, but do they still say special needs? Special teacher? needs kids with differing ability. Yeah. I like how you say it because yeah. some kids really like some of the kids that are there. Yeah. I don't know that I would classify as like special needs. I mean, yeah. they're, they're just, di they have different abilities and yeah. some are better than others. Right. Yeah. So some kids are, I mean, these kids are all amazing. Yeah. Like some, some you go from, you know, from kids who have Down syndrome all the way to like high functioning autism and mm -hmm. everything in between. Yeah, and some some are wheelchair bound. Yeah, you know. Yep. Um, yeah, so it really stemmed from her. She's like, "Hey, Brian, what if I brought my summer school kids over?" I'm like, "Heck yeah, why not?" So we ran them through a workout, and we continue to do it throughout the summer. And then another member, Jenny Mercier, Mercier, she's like, "We should do something with this," you know. And I, I don't really know how it all evolved. But I just know that it's really stemmed from the members once again. And um, and then this program has really grown. So basically what it is, is we volunteer our time in our facility every Wednesday to two different school districts in town. And they bring over uh, students with different ability levels. So we have uh, the Bayport, Howard, Sormaco School District brings over their grade school kids, their middle school and high school Um and then Pulaski just does middle school and high school. school, And uh, it's pretty cool. They come in. We bring them through a workout. These kids are amazing. They'll run through a wall if you ask them to. Yeah. Um, Especially Daniel. Yeah. And it's what's cool is like I think a lot of their FIAD teachers have done a great job doing the same movements we do, mm -hmm. planking, working with their stability, etc. But I think it's just good to get them on the bus, in a different atmosphere, a little bit of music, colors, or away from school. You know, it's really turned into a pretty cool program for the kids. You know Cole. He's down 60 pounds. He wants to play football next yeah. year. Yeah. So it, it, these kids are moving better. And, you know, the, the real heroes are their teachers and, mm -hmm. you know, even more than that, their parents. Yeah. You know, they're the real heroes. And if we can just help them out one hour a week, you know, that's that's awesome it's yeah i mean yeah. it's not it's i mean for you guys to open your facilities up you know see a bigger picture because i think you know one of the stats that you brought up was i think something that and this goes to your passion again and helping people but um the the statistics on obesity with kids with differing abilities or special mm -hmm. needs what is what is the statistic on that i don't even know <laughs> Did you just I don't throw know that off I've, the wall one day? Or did what? I ever, ever I think he said, ever? like, like kids that have special needs are, like, 90% more likely to okay. be obese or something like that. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm losing track. I don't know. I don't it was like last December. It yeah. stuck with me. So okay. I was like, damn. I'm like, all right. I'm yeah. in. You and know, it's I like, that was, I, hey, you made it up for me. That was good. Yeah. And I think it's <laughs> tough as a parent for, you know, like, I don't have kids. But I'm sure at the end of the day, it's easy to just give someone an iPad. Yeah. You know, versus being like, hey, we're going to go work out together. Hey, we're going to go to the park. Like, it, it's different these days, you know. Like, you got, we didn't have Fortnite growing up. Yeah, man. Like, that's your, your parents big, were like... That's your big pet peeve right there, <laughs> Fortnite. <laughs> it, it, I think that it's, it's great. I, I think that 
kids can learn in so different, you know, a ton of different ways with the technology. But like, I think it's got to be tough. So I, I think it's really cool with parents who've come to body and just have become more active in their life. And then it's, it's really like their kids see that and you know etc so their kids want to work out and the kids want to get moving so it's much more than just losing weight such a huge confidence thing for sure and just like you mentioned with with technology these days all of us or at least me i i grew up i didn't have a cell phone until i was almost 21 years old so all of us were active we didn't have ipads we didn't have i had five channels on my TV when I was growing up and it was mostly uh, boring governmental programs. <laughs> so we, we had to entertain ourselves or go in the wood, play with the sticks, climb the trees and we are much more, we were much more active than, not to unfa- offend anybody, but we are a lot of more active than mo- most of the young people these days. Mm-hmm. So what you guys are doing is just phenomenal, especially helping kids with different abilities and it takes a lot of courage for those kids even to do so because maybe some of them are embarrassed, some of them scared, but they go in, you provide them your gym and they can be them themselves without being bullied, without feeling embarrassed or being scared. So mm-hmm. you guys Yeah, and I think that's amazing. one thing right there where uh, you just mentioned, I don't think any of those kids are worried about what anybody else thinks mm-hmm. about them. They aren't worried about that. They They're there... And, and they and this is the reason like this is my selfish reason as to doing you know grit and volunteering now is they're receptive to me and how they react to it and they're always well except for a few kids but they're almost <laughs> always happy to see us and they're excited that we're pushing them and like it's it's truly like like exactly how you would want to coach a high school team of kids that are regular all of their attitudes are amazing if you had a whole team of kids with those kind of attitudes coaching would be the easiest job and and the best most rewarding job in the world would you say working with grit is the most rewarding thing you've done yeah i mean recently absolutely yeah Yeah, i mean for sure i mean i've done some stuff when i was younger you know and you know just as part of community service when i was in high school and as a college athlete but this is just for me like that's like I'm getting that out of it now, not not anymore, because it's like at first you're you're like, and I know this is for a lot of people. You're almost scared to like put yourself out there, step into the step into the gym with the kids because it's the fear of unknown. I haven't worked with a lot of kids with differing abilities or special yeah. needs, and you know there's a you know there's a stigma about it. But these kids are so amazing. They're so gentle. They're fun. You know, they smile, they're so polite. And for me now, it's like that, I get that. I look forward to it every two mm-hmm. weeks and it's fulfilling uh, on my end of things. But at the same time, I know like just seeing those kids smile and me being able to push them and joke with them. And, uh, you know, it's taken a while for me to like get into it. But now that I know the kids, it's so, yeah. it's so much fun for me now. So yeah, you've selfishly, done. it's just a little bit rewarding and, and fun. Yeah, you've done such an awesome job building relationships with them. Uh, it's really cool, and to they see. just want to be treated like everybody else. Oh yeah, yeah, we don't. Hey, we got them doing burpees. <laughs> we got them doing burpees. Yesterday, Britt was yeah. laying on the ground, you know, saying she was too tired and yeah. she was sweaty. I was like, "Get up, let's go." That's yeah. why we're here, you know. Yeah. And she's just, you know, joking around about it. So, yeah, I mean, you know, every, there's different. I think there's different emotional things that I can't relate to, and most people can't because these kids don't know how to cope with certain things. But you just you deal with it and. And you move mm-hmm. on. You know, some kids have emotional things where they're like, 
screaming at the top of their lungs for 45 minutes while they're there. And it doesn't affect any of the other kids. Yeah. It affects the teachers and me more, yeah. but it doesn't affect any of the kids. They're just doing their thing. Yeah. Just, hey, let's keep, let's keep focused. It's awesome. I love it. Yeah. That's why I think the teachers and the, the aides that come oh. are the real heroes. Absolutely. Like they deal, we, you know, we get an hour every, every yeah. week. They get every day. And when they have hours, a, me- a little bit hours. of a meltdown, like, they're the ones helping with right. them and you know they're the ones with the degrees and they know exactly how to work with them like hey what we've done is our community has raised a ton of money and we've gotten unique equipment like the cortex mm-hmm. for them to utilize even the ski machines they use uh, especially with our wheelchair bound kids from Howard Swamico they utilize that and, and that's really going back to our community how they've really grown this program to what it is so it, it's pretty sweet yeah so for any any listeners out there, Brian, you know, how can they donate to a program like this or even, you know, yeah. start a program like this? Buy some houses from you. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Right. That's I'm true. super thankful. He Monty gives part of his paycheck to the GRIP program, which oh, that's, is that's great. Which is amazing. Yeah. So yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, but, buy come to me, buy <laughs> some houses. It goes some of it goes back towards yeah. me, not all of my paycheck. And it, you know, that goes into something else I wanted to talk about today too, is just something called tithing. Um, I learned about this through um, through my brother, uh, who was Corey, who was on a couple of weeks ago, and listening to successful people, and they come from more of a religious background. I'm not religious at all, so just putting that out there. I don't I don't care what religion you are. Just treat people good, um, and if there is a heaven, you'll go there. Um, but at the end of the day, like what I'm, a, I am a big believer in karma and what you give. Like if you give a little, you get a lot back in return. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily mean monetarily, but you know, a lot of people used to do that with churches and other things like that. And that's really where it started. And I really took to that. It was like something that made a lot of sense to me is like, okay, what can I give that's not going to be like given 50% of my paycheck or 70% of my paycheck, but something that directly I can, that I can make sure that there's some sort of, I guess, not for me give back, but like, how can I make an impact outside of something other than myself instead of just paying taxes on that money or doing something? So I started giving, you know, five to 10% of any commission check that I make uh, or anything like that, not because of tax purposes, but because I want to, I want to donate. And I do, you know, I donate, you know, part of my check to grit. Um, I'm working with another guy where we're going to give some back to the, to the, uh, the hoorah, uh, foundation uh, with vets. My wife is big with uh, animals, so we're going to do some things like that. So, like whatever you can do to give back without, and, and you don't have to give anything back. Give your time back, or mm-hmm. you know, do something. You know, because it's gonna it's gonna come back to you in the long run. What goes around comes around, and I believe that. Just like if you do something in a negative light, it's gonna come back to bite you in the ass. You do something positive, you're gonna get a return. It might not be today. Might not be tomorrow. Might be twenty years from now. You don't know. You might not. I might not be giving money to grid at that time or anything else. But twenty years from now, maybe something will come back and it'll it'll so, affect me in a positive. It's the law of attraction, man. Right. It's what you put into the universe. Yeah. Comes exactly. back. It's energy, right? Study Bob Proctor. Yeah. He's man. That's Bob Proctor. All right. <laughs> yeah. So so what's next, Brian? What uh, you got? Body. We got grit. Oh man. What's happening next? Yeah. What's your next chapter? <laughs> How are you going to take some action here? You guys are, yeah, right? Like, you're giving me a call to action. Normally, like, my good friend Gary Westerman, he'll end every meeting like, hey, what's your call to action? That's something I've really 
I really like that he does. So you guys are putting that on me. I mean, um, you know, we talked about this. Money. I, I really want to donate some of our land back and start a program for adaptive students, uh, a playground for adaptive kids. Yep. I think that'd be great. I think parents would have somewhere to bring the kids during the summer. It sucks in Wisconsin. Maybe we can enclose it if we get the right get donor. Or something. Yeah. 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 I think adaptive playground someday would be cool. I don't know what the insurance looks like on that. Maybe the village will cover it. I don't know. Hey, maybe maybe what we do is we just raise enough money where you don't have to worry about it and right. cover insurance. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, I don't. Know. I, I like helping people, so I'm not. Uh, I was say no opportunity wasted. So try to say yes to a lot of things. Yeah, cool. Um, I don't, I don't know. I you can't duplicate the family at body. I'm telling you, this is so unique. People are like, hey, you should, you should start one in Appleton, Milwaukee. You can't duplicate what is within those walls. Right. It's just stemmed from such caring and loving, patient people that it, I'm telling you, you cannot duplicate the people there. By the way, you Howard can only try is there. the only place like that <laughs> yeah. in the world. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> no, I, yeah. think, I think you're right. I think you can, though. Like, I'm going to disagree with you a little yeah. bit like that. But it has to be in your own community. It has to be... You know, for those who are listening, who are into the personal training realm, who want that little bit of extra, you can hear Brian's passion. You can hear my passion on this. I mean, like I said, it's literally the last 15 months of my life has been a 180 from the direction I was going. And I've always been a good person. I was just lazy and made excuses for myself. And, you know, and, you know, I always wanted to do more. I just never really had that family to, to help do that. And everything that has gotten me to this point to this day started whatever that first day in May was when I started working out at body. And it wasn't like a overnight thing. It was just a gradual, these like the, my, my family there picked me up and, mm-hmm. and got me there. And I have great people around me outside of body. I mean, you know, there's a lot of successful people. I work for an amazing, you know, organization called Next College Student Athlete or NCSA, which is very similar in that way. Although we're a little bit more on an island as, as remote specialists in my role. But in our in our core culture at NCSA is very similar to this, and so uh, it's just a uh, you know it it's something that you can duplicate, but it has to be it has to come from you have to have the right leader first of all. You have to have the right people that are next to the leader who are making that person better, and you got to throw out all your fucking egos and whatever anybody else thinks about you is like like I think Gary V I started watching some of his videos a couple of years ago too and I think mm-hmm. the one thing that really stood out to me on the Gary V videos of all the things that he's talked about and he's got some so many amazing one-liners and nuggets and he can speak for hours and hours the one thing is he talks about is as soon as you stop caring what other people think of you you will be your like you'll basically be yourself at that point mm-hmm. and that's really I like that video right there is like 30 second clip you know just watching him talk that's what changed it and then obviously around that time I joined body and everything else has been really great for me I think the best advice I've ever gotten was from our buddy Scott Nichols super funny dude he he will make anybody laugh but he's so generous and so caring but this is for anyone out there who's like hey I mean obviously you you plugged into this for a reason it's called take action right if you want to do more you know you're planning to start a business or maybe a charity or whatever it is like this is what Scott told me to do. He's like, make the decision and then manage that decision on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So just make the decision right now in your head, you're gonna do this. Cause most people are just gonna be like, I'm not I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready, I'm not ready. Yep. Versus like, hey, I'm doing this. And then each day do a little bit of something, yep. manage it. 
all right, hey, today we're going to do this. Today I'm going to do that. You just manage it on daily. I still don't have all the answers. Never will. You know, like we, today it was a shit show. Our microphone system broke. <laughs> like, you know, like my brother's sick. I'm sick. I'm a baby. Michelle's new. Yeah, new trainer. Like you're never going to have all the answers, but make the decision and then manage it on a daily basis. Be a problem solver. You know, anybody can do it. It doesn't matter how smart you are. Yeah, and don't, <laughs> like, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. I think if you... The only real failure is if you don't try. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And Brian, for our listeners, for example, somebody who lives in Green Bay here or in the surrounding areas, how we can find you? Oh, for sure. Just walk in our door. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But you can go, uh, our company's called Body, B-O-D-E, Central. All right, so just Google us, Body Central. We have a Facebook page. We have Instagram. Um, you know, we don't, we don't, on our website, bodycentral.com, we're not going to give you a ton of information. But what we do have is all of our class times. You're welcome to come to any time that fits your schedule best on that day. You get a week for free. Literally just walk through the doors. You know, make the decision and then each day manage it. If you're not too sore, get through the doors. And I promise you, you're going to be welcomed by an amazing staff. And you're going to be welcomed by an amazing community that wants you to be more successful. Not just on the scale, but in life too. Or being a better parent, being a better husband, etc. So literally just Google us, find us, and just show up. Give you know, it, you don't have time. Yeah, you do not have to like schedule an appointment. Just walk through those those doors. And I know it's tough. Sometimes it can be intimidating. Mm-hmm. Maybe you haven't worked out in three years. Maybe you haven't worked out in forty years. Like fifteen years. Yeah, it's for it all ability levels. I mean, we got we got a dude, Cody's killing these wheelchair bound. Yeah. Comes Tuesday, Thursdays, he's a beast. So it's for all ability levels and some other companies out there, you have to reserve a spot. You have to sign up each day. Here we're all about flexibility. So if you can come, we know your schedules are crazy with kids' soccer and baseball, whatever. But if you can come, just show up. So Yeah, and I think the other thing that's nice, too, a lot of people don't know, is I've been to, I, would, I used to do a different boot camp, uh, and they were good. I mean, they were all right. I mean, it wasn't like like I had a bad experience with them or anything. It just wasn't my thing. But you're also not limited in the amount of times you can work out. Like that's the coolest part about it is you go six days a week because they don't work. They don't do it on Sundays, but you can go six days a week and, and you're not work, You're not stuck to a package or clocking in on a barcode. They mm-hmm. aren't taking attendance. Just show up and work out and have fun and high five. And that's the best part. Okay, Brian, we get into our favorite one of our favorite parts of a podcast if you have any questions for me and Monty today yeah no I appreciate you guys having me on here it, it doesn't have to be a sales pitch to body you know what I'm saying I hope you guys got something from that maybe about what we talked about you know you know making the decision managing on a daily basis etc I think one thing that's funny that happens at the gym a lot we have a lot of like high school college kids who work at our shake bar and they always say like they're always so upset with what their parents are saying or doing and they're you know and i always tell them like someday you're gonna realize that everything your parents are telling you is right right like can you guys think back you know like i don't know your upbringing yuri but can you think back of something that your parents told you back in the day that you did not think was the right answer and then like fast forward you're like Dude, that was right. Because that's happened like a ton of times. Like, I did not want to listen to my dad. And... I think every teenager. I just talked to a yeah. kid last night about that. But here we go ahead. Well, yeah, absolutely. And sometimes it, it takes a long time for us to realize, you know, move out of a house or have your own kids. And that's where it happened for me. 
when I was growing up, my parents were pretty strict. I had curfew, I didn't have any sleepover, so it was like literally needed to make an appointment to do fun things. But after I had kids and I was thinking all those parents were telling me, I'm like, oh, they actually were right. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna believe it. They were caring about me. So yeah, guys, don't get pissed at your parents. If they do something, they probably do it for your own sake. They most most parents. Yes, will yes. Save most. We can't say all parents because there's <laughs> there are some there are some questionable ones out there. But uh, most parents. For me uh, and my my mom and dad have been great. You know, my whole life. There's very few slip ups that. Um, you know, I was always the good one and my mom will tell everybody this, like I was so scared to like mess up or do anything wrong or take a risk. And it took me a long time. I think that part of that was ingrained into me as to maybe why I'm like, I almost feel like I'm rebelling by starting my own businesses or, you know, doing other things like that. Cause my parents are 40 hour a week. You're going to work for 40 years and, and that's just what you're going to be. And get for a, those and, and you're comfortable. Little watch. <laughs> right. And and for for some people, that's okay. Like people are, that's their comfort zone. Yeah. That's where they're happy. And that's what's most important is, you know, obviously happiness. But for me, it's always a different way. So that's one area where I actually disagree with my parents. But uh, on, a, on a different thing, I just remember I use this story all the time with the kids that, that I'm teaching about recruiting. And we're going to do a recruiting episode here in a couple of weeks. But uh, so for anybody listening, uh, I have 10 years of college recruiting experience. So we're going to do that in a couple of weeks. So uh, tune in for that one. But the one thing I was talking about uh, was my dad and I, I was 16 years old. I was trying to take, we had, we used to have to put these stickers on our garbage bags because we lived out in the country and they charged us like 50 cents a sticker for all the garbage bags. So my dad was like, let's load everything into this, this one garbage bag and we only have to use one sticker. And was a little bit bigger than the allotted. It was really weird. So anyway, so him and I start arguing. I don't even know what it ended up being. So anyway, he he's I call him stupid and a bunch of names and that, you know, hey, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And he's like, oh, we'll see about that. We'll see about that. And so I and my my words as we left that argument were, dad, when I'm 23 years old, I'm going to come. I'm going to move home. I'm going to be rich. You guys, I'll have my degree and you guys don't, you won't be able to say anything about this. Well, so I dropped out of college, <laughs> 22 and a half years, 22 and a half years old. So move home, uh, go home. And uh, my buddy, my buddies and I wanted to get a, uh, an apartment in, uh, in Green Bay. And um, I needed, I had enough money for my first month's rent, but I have enough for security deposit. So of course I pull in, pull into the driveway at my parents' house go in the house, ask my dad, like, hey, you think you think I get some money for a security deposit? Now, this is after they gave me $3,000 for, like, groceries and other things during college, too. They didn't pay for my college, which was a smart move because I didn't finish. But um, he, he just got this smirk on his face. And I know that he instantly flashed back, like, six and a half years to the same, to that argument because I did. <laughs> and I already knew what was coming in the next words that were coming out of his mouth. My dad's a pretty candid dude. And I go, Dad, can I get $400 for a security deposit? I figured he was going to go say, go ask your mother because she controls the money in the house. And uh, now he just kind of smirked at me with this this funny smile. I'll never forget it. He goes, go get your shit out of your car and move back into your room. I'm not giving you money for nothing. Who's the dumb one now? Everyone's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I told you so. <laughs> and what, I didn't even have anything. I just kind of smirked. 
tucked my tail between my legs, went and got my, my shit out of my car, as my dad said, and went, in, <laughs> went into my bedroom and, and did that. So, yeah, that was uh, where I realized adults have a lot more knowledge than 16-year-olds at that point. So <laughs> it's good that I was ambitious, but I was also very wrong. So, well, cool, guys. Well, that, that pretty much wraps up today. Again, Brian, thanks so much for jumping on. Uh, it was awesome. And again, guys, this, isn't, this wasn't a plug for body, although <laughs> it seemed like it was because... That's who I am. That's who, that's, <laughs> that's who we are. You know, that's yeah. our family and, yeah. and what we do. But also, uh, if you listen to Brian's whys throughout the... You know, and, and mine, too, is just the passion that we have for, for that, that culture that's what you need that mindset you need to take if you're building a business whatever it is you know whether it's you know starting a dunder mifflin paper company or starting a gym or whatever a real estate investment company like i've done or you know and, you know whatever if you're flipping things on ebay stuff whatever it is be passionate about it and have a reason why you're doing it and incorporate that passion in because that's contagious that's how you build a foundation you build a culture and that's healthier than the alternative of doing it for money and that's the only reason why you're doing it money's important we all know that that has to happen as you guys heard from my brother Corey a couple of weeks ago you know you, you have to have that but also you need to have that passion behind it in order to make that business grow the way that it needs to be so yuri i'll toss it over to you to wrap us up hold on one sec i, I know oh. you guys can't see this uh you know everyone listening but there's a weight bench up here and Yuri's been like so motivated. He's been freaking repping out bicep curls. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, what's your call to action? He's just flexing at me. He's flexing. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we, when Billy was here last week, we, we brought up taking down a Chuck Norris. So that's yeah. that, that's my next project. Yeah. Wait until he gets a little bit older. Well, so. he's gonna be, Chuck Norris isn't going to die. So he's, he's Chuck Norris. So. Again, Monty here. Uh, thanks, Brian. Thank you, Brian, for joining us. I know it's not fun having a man called. We all know that. And for all who listened to us today, thank you, guys. We're going to keep doing this. Next, next week, we're going to try to bring another interesting guest. So give us your feedback. Listen to our podcast. As I mentioned before, we are now officially on Apple Podcast. We have Spotify, Google Podcast. So check us out. We finally figured out the best time to put podcast online, and it will be every Monday. I'll try to do it right away early in the morning. And check out our Facebook page. Uh, it's Take Action Podcast MY. We also recently got an Instagram. It has the same name, Take Action Podcast MY. And thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next week, guys. Boom. Done.